It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Billy Rossetti with you guys here on a Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a good start to your week as we are rolling on here with padded practice. The pads finally got on on Monday. It's a great feeling to know that uh, the pads are finally on for the first time. Football is right around the corner. You can kind of smell it uh, in the air. Uh, We're going to skim through a couple of um, we're going to go through Joe Person's uh, practice report again. We'll kind of use him as our uh, reference. So, of course, shout out to Joe Person for the great work he does. We'll use him for some media observations here from Monday as the, like I said, the pads finally went on. It's a, a great feeling. Uh, one of the highlights on Tuesday, of course, was Matt Rule actually taking part in a in a practice trail, funnily enough. Of course, they shared a video of it on Twitter. Uh, Matt Rule actually going through one of the defensive line drills with the bags and actually moved pretty well. So it was uh, pretty pretty fun to see the uh, the new guy really getting involved. But um, it sounded like it was another uh, great day for the Carolina Panthers um, is in terms of the, padded pract- or the first padded practice here. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. We'll get into some of the notes, notes and stuff from Joe Person, and kind of talk about it. So he started with uh, the Panthers don't have any big receivers in the mold of Kevin Kev, Kelvin Benjamin, excuse me, and Devin Funches. And he wrote in parentheses that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but free free agent acquisition Seth Roberts has good size at 6'2", 195. Plus, he knows how to use his strength to his advantage. During 7-on-7's Bridgewater floated a pass toward Roberts, who came down with it despite being sandwiched between two defenders. So, a uh, couple things we can kind of take away from there. Good throw from Bridgewater to get it in there with the defenders closing in on Roberts. And we've talked about Roberts as a, a solid wide receiver. I think he could be a... Even as a number four receiver, I think you could do a lot worse than uh, a player of the caliber of Seth Roberts. So I think you've got four very solid receivers uh, with the Panthers here. So uh, good to see Seth Roberts kind of showing up a little bit here. Uh, a little bit of special teams talk he had next. Uh, the kicking game featured some good and some bad. Place kicker Joey Sly supplied the positives by putting all but one field goal and he attempted around seven or so through the uprights. Rookie punter Joseph Charlton got off to a rough start with several shanks, including one that went so sideways that it cleared the wall, separating the practice field from the campus of Johnson and Wales. The ball probably traveled 40 yards in the air, but would have been about a 12-yard punt. Charleston, er, Charlton, signed last month after Michael Polardi tore his ACL, seemed to settle down and hit a couple of bombs toward the end of the special teams period. And then he added with Pilardi hurt, Graham Gano now with the Giants, and no so-called camp legs on the roster. Sly and Charlton are taking all the kicks. Rule said both are on a strict schedule, so they don't overdo things. Sometimes as a coach, a guy misses a kick or makes a kick. You want to add more or take more off, Rule said. You just try to be very disciplined about sticking to the schedule. 
and it's early and obviously uh charlton obviously just getting his feet wet here with the panthers he was just added very recently so you know plenty of time plenty of time for him to kind of improve and it sounded like he you know he definitely improved as the day wore on so can't uh can't fault him there especially being the first day in practice his first real nfl practice and in full gear so charlton will get there just gotta give him a little bit of time uh, and then one more special teams note here he added. Gunner drills by nature are usually intense just with the way they're set up, with one or sometimes two defenders trying to hold off the gunners as they're all sprinting down the field. Assistant special teams coach Ed Foley made sure the energy level didn't stop as he did a lot of yelling during the drill, all of it audible despite his plastic face shield. <laughs> That's funny. So a couple of special teams notes there. And... Um, We'll move on now to the defense. That was his next note. The defense had to drop for some push-ups after committing penalties on consecutive plays during team drills. First cornerback Dante Jackson interfered with DJ Moore on a sideline pass. Then Bridgewater got a defensive lineman to jump off sides with his cadence. Boston said he didn't mind push-ups as a punitive measure, especially since he's noticed some of the coaches joining in. And speaking of jumping in, Rule did just that on Monday when he hopped into defensive line drills and we kind of talked about that earlier going through uh the blocking dummies that you see with the with the defensive line drills and then he said at least i didn't get hurt that's the positive thing so hey you know good uh good showing there by uh by matt rule going through the drills there so that's exciting and um you know we're it's making it fun you know, it's early training camp you want to make it fun and um is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, so a lot, of, a lot of positives already coming out here with uh, with Panthers training camp. Uh, we'll get into some of the rest of the notes in a minute, but before we get into that, a quick shout out to our friends over at RockAuto.com. Hey, listen, with the the number of models and makes of cars and whatnot. Uh, so many different options, so many different parts for different cars. It gets tough to actually go to a physical store and be able to get the kind of car that you want. But rockauto.com is your place for all the different types of makes and models and parts for uh, your car and a chance to save some money as well. And it's a chance to support a family business and one that's been around for a long time. As rockauto.com has been around for 20 years serving auto parts customers online. And you can shop for auto and body cart body parts uh, from hundreds of manufacturers. So they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And it's great for whether you're a classic or a daily driver. You can get any part you need in just a few easy clicks and deliver directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, RockAuto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for both professionals 
and do-it-yourselfer. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And remember to write the words locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they know that we sent you so that you support them, you support us, and everybody comes out winners here. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So that's kind of Joe's notes. There's some notes here from... uh, Miles Simmons of Panthers.com, just focusing on uh, some of the players as well, some one-on-one drills, and um, talking about Teddy Bridgewater hitting uh, Omar Bayless on a on a fade route during a, a one-on-one drill, and talking about P.J. Walker getting some work in with some of the the top wide receivers, and a couple of the young guys getting in some uh, some good plays throughout practice including Stanley Thomas Oliver the seventh round pick breaking up a pass in the end zone so just kind of noting some one-on-one drills during the during some of the team drills throughout but overall again it sounded like it was a a very solid day for uh for the Panthers on Monday at least their first day of padded practice now there is some injury notes to talk about as well including Omar Bayless, who actually has a swollen knee, uh, at least that's the news from Tuesday. A couple other injuries. Tamaric Hemingway is now in the concussion protocol. We knew he was uh, having some sort of head injury. Well, now he is in the concussion protocol. And Jordan Kunizic, the second-year linebacker, has a sprained ankle. Uh, Matt Rule did add on Bayless, saying... He's had a, a really good camp and is someone that he thinks can help us this year and in the future. Rule was told by doctors that Bayless's knee swelled up overnight. So, you know, tough go certainly for uh, for the undrafted rookie, but at least it's not a serious injury, which is something we've been seeing quite a bit now uh, over the last couple of days with the start of training camp. We've seen a couple of uh well-known names, certainly, including a, uh, a former Panther who uh, unfortunately suffered one of those major injuries, and that, of course, was uh, Gerald McCoy. Now, of course, he only spent one year, but he is still uh, a former Panther. But indeed, Gerald McCoy uh, did suffer uh, did suffer an injury yesterday, and unfortunately, it was a uh, feared to be a torn. Uh, Actually, a torn, a torn quad tendon. Excuse me. It was a torn right quad tendon for Gerald McCoy. And uh, unfortunately, that means his season is already over. He, uh, he suffered it actually during a drill. In fact, I'm seeing the video, doing a quick uh, Twitter search, and you could see the video right there. He, t- he took part in a drill, and he went right down, and they immediately knew something was wrong. So very, very unfortunate. McCoy, of course, signed a three-year, $18 million deal with the Cowboys during the offseason. But, um, again, very, very unfortunate. You know, again, middle of a drill, really not much contact. But, um, you know, that was kind of the worry with some people with the lack of preseason, you know, lack of offseason, of course, no preseason, kind of jumping right into it. You might see some soft tissue injury and, uh, again, you're seeing a number of players, especially with the pectoral muscle. There are a couple players suffering a pectoral injury. Uh, Trey Waynes is one of them. The uh, the Bengals free agent acquisition who signed a pretty hefty deal 
in the offseason. He's out for most of the season. So fortunately, no major injuries right now for the Panthers. Uh, again, you know, Bayless with the... Um, Bayless with a sprained ankle, but it sounds like he won't be gone. You know, Keith Kirkwood kind of has the the biggest injury right now, being out for a couple of weeks. So he'll likely be out for the rest of training camp. But other than that, really no major injuries so far for the Panthers. Uh, so very fortunate in that aspect. But actually, uh, speaking of the Cowboys, the Panthers now have a former Cowboy on their roster thanks to a waiver claim that they made on Monday, Jalen Jelks, the former Oregon defensive end, was claimed off waivers by the Panthers on Monday. Jelks was cut in the corresponding move to the Cowboys signing Everson Griffin over the weekend as his uh, his long free agency wait finally came to an end. Uh, but Jalen Jelks, a former All-Pac-12 honoree, uh, had himself a, a very solid very solid college career, but injury certainly injury certainly plagued him a little bit. But uh, when he when he was on the field, he was a very very solid player, and I think he can uh, if he stays healthy should uh, should at least compete for a a rotational role. He did spend uh, he did spend all of last year on injured reserve, and unfortunately was. Uh, you know, kind of on the bottom of the totem pole, obviously, with the team bringing in Everson Griffin. But again, when healthy, Jelks is a you know put up some decent numbers when he was at Oregon. He had uh, 57 tackles, seven and a half tackles for a loss, and three and a half sacks during his senior season at Oregon. And in his career, had 29 and a half tackles for a loss and 15 sacks. Uh, so Carolina is now. At 80 players, but Jelk still has to clear all of the testing protocols for COVID-19, and they don't. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So they know that the end, though Carolina's roster stands at 80 players, the Panthers will not have to make a corresponding roster move until Jelks clears all testing protocols. But again, so they don't necessarily have to because they are at... Uh, or they, you know, they're at 80 players, uh, so we'll see, we'll see how the roster moves go. But Jelks, again, if he can stay healthy, uh, I thought he was a, you know, pretty solid player, and we just talked about the numbers, so we'll see what Jelks can bring to the table. Uh, again, provided he stays healthy, which again has been one of his biggest issues, uh, you know, throughout his football career. But that's kind of a bit of a catch up as to where the Panthers are through uh, through Monday's padded practice. We'll get into Tuesday's practice here uh, next time as we just kind of roll through. Again, like I said, I do want to touch, too, at some point on uh, two of the magazines that I got in, the Warren Sharp preview and the Football, Almanac, or Football Outsiders 2020 Almanac. I want to get into the Panthers chapters on those, kind of get into... 
how they see the Panthers. So excited to jump into that. But uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. So as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Uh, thanks for making me a part of your Tuesday. Hope you hope you, uh, to see you guys next time here on the, uh, the LOP podcast. So again, uh, thanks for all the support. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.